Happy Friday, Fayetteville, and hopefully everybody around the world who's listening in to the Natty State Six Pack. <laughs> National audience. <laughs> it, we're, listen, we're growing, baby. This thing, is, this thing is blowing up before our eyes. No, seriously, we hope it does. It's getting a little bit better every time we do it, though. But we're excited. We're back. It's the end of the week. we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Natty State Six Pack of topics for you. I think we just need to get right into it, Andrew. You ready? I think so. I was going to say, like, we always joke about, like, it, leading up to these shows, we're always like, man, what are we going to talk about? I didn't ever... And then the show comes around and we have like 37 things to talk about. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> we, end up, we end up actually doing the show and then we're like, oh, dude, we forgot to mention whatever. Like, I was trying to mention Love on the Spectrum. Like, that was, I was like dead set on talking about that Monday and I just completely forgot. So I had to run it back on Wednesday. That's the that's the beauty of this show. You got there. And we, we did have 37. To talk about. <laughs> we did have 37 topics that we wanted to hit on today. But I think we figured out a way to touch on maybe all of them or at least most of them. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, man, we got to take it from the top, though, dude. Like, this was the one thing we knew we were going to talk about when this it's, was happening yesterday. As soon as we saw this, it was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be on the six-pack. Um, also, let's start with this. Kayshawn Boutte needs to be on the gambling show. Like, we, we yeah. got to get him in there. I think you threw that feeler out there on Twitter yesterday. Great call. Um, this dude is a fiend. We might have to actually wait because he'll probably stop betting for a little bit right now. But in about yeah. six weeks, we need to make sure whatever gambling show we post that day, we need to tag him in that one. Because about yeah. six weeks is when he'll start having those withdrawals. March Madness will be heating up. You know he's dying to bet on like Davidson to to make the Sweet 16 or whatever it is. We're going to... We're gonna, we're gonna throw him some stuff here. The man's got issues, uh, and and so for those who are like unfamiliar with what's going on or who this is, I mean, yeah. uh, New England Patriot, former LSU Tiger, wide receiver, really good. Uh, yeah. Keishon Butte, he's got a gambling problem. I think that's fair to say. Uh, he was arrested yesterday. I, I missed that initially. I didn't realize I, he got arrested. I didn't realize he got arrested, but he's up on uh, a felony count of computer fraud and a misdemeanor um, of gambling under the age of twenty-one. And so this stems back like over a 13 month span from in 2022 into 2023 when he was at LSU. Um, essentially, Butte created an alias uh, that way he could get around being an underage gambler, uh, and he placed and the fact that he is Kayshawn Butte betting also on true. himself. <laughs> Andrew, he placed. 8,900 wagers in 13 months. We did the math on it yesterday. That's 23 a day. I was about to say, so, so I saw someone on Twitter say that it was one per hour without sleeping, and it pretty oh, much is, right? Yeah. Um, now, obviously, <laughs> the real gamblers know that you never place – if you have if you place nine bets, you're not placing them nine hours apart. You're firing those bad boys off. But uh, my favorite one is that he had an eight-leg parlay, and the final two legs were him to score a touchdown okay. and him to have 83 yards receiving against Florida State last year in the season opener when they got beat. Or was it – yeah, it was last year in the season opener, and – What's funny, Curtis, is one, he caught, he didn't hit either one of those bets. I was about to ask Did that. Did not catch a touchdown. <laughs> I think he had like 20-something yards. He also was like inconsolable on the sideline. Like my, my buddy sent me a video of uh, Jaden Daniels like having to calm him down on the sidelines as the game is ending. <laughs> and, you know, at the time, you just kind of like, you know what, that, ca that kid cares, you know. Uh, you know, Anthony Black, he's just crying on the side because he cares. He wants his team to win. Turns out. Maybe he just had a few parlays, uh, and that was, that was a game where he did not hit his own bets, and that's a tough one. Yeah, and maybe he's got uh, some Italian guy coming with a baseball bat to take yeah. out his kneecaps after that one. We, we've all, I mean, who among us has not been there? But uh, I thought it was fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't look at the, uh, I didn't sift through all the information. I'm sure there was documents and whatever, but my buddy was telling me that uh, that his winnings were actually pretty, he was doing pretty solid 
Yep. Which I guess is what raised the flags. When you see uh, yeah. K. Butte placing a, a wager on K. Butte, that probably raises a little bit of a red flag. I want to know what all he was betting on. Like, I need to dive yeah. into that more. I don't know if that stuff is, like, publicly available or whatever. But in the last story I read, it said that, uh, you know, out of those 8,900, there were at least 17 that were placed on NCAA football and at least a half dozen placed on LSU and I don't know what he had you know like specifically you mentioned like for himself or whatever yeah. but dude <laughs> that is uh we've seen an uptick in this you know we talked me and John mentioned Brian or Brad Bohannon the Alabama coach who got fired for the same thing and it's you know Calvin Ridley obviously missed an entire year uh it's it's crazy I mean like obviously we all get you and I gamble we all are placing bets but it's like I feel like if I was in the NFL I wouldn't gamble you know, I think I would be okay if I were getting if I were making actual money. I don't think I would be. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably just be it. content with uh, yeah, with the money that I was bringing in on my multi million dollar contract. Um, oh. well, we always joke like because you know I have illegally gambled before. I mean, K, what Kayshawn Butte is doing now that gambling is more legal, it's more accessible. But like when I was in college, I was under twenty one and I was having to find ways to do it. Place an eight dollar bets on whatever the Thursday night football game is. Yeah, if you're an actual athlete, an actual person of prominence, and you think you're going to be able to get away with it, like I just don't find a like. For instance, my dad texted me yesterday and asked me to place a bet for him. Just mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, just text your buddy and be like, "Hey, yeah. fifty dollars or whatever." But I guess if you're placing nine thousand bets over the course of thirteen months, that stems way deeper. I think this guy is a he's a fiend, Curtis. He's a fiend. Yeah. A, By the way, Keishon Butte was kicked off the team at LSU for having a huge sex party in Atlanta. Oh yeah. Right, right before the SEC title game. Yeah. Uh, when he when he uh, opted out, right, like the day <laughs> well, before the game or whatever. So he, what like, he did was he <laughs> opted out, said he was gonna you know declare for, or wait, he announced he was coming back to LSU. Actually, weirdly enough, had made this announcement after the SEC title game that they lost to Georgia and was like, I'm coming back one more year, gonna be a senior. And then like a week later, he was like, actually, just kidding, I'm going to the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> and he did not do the Isaiah Joe thing where he like genuinely like had a second decision and whatever and COVID. He just got kicked off the team and they were like, hey, we'll let you go to the draft and we won't tell anybody, but you got kicked off the team. Uh, if anyone wants to fact check me on that, you will not be able to find factual information on it, but ask around the Louisiana uh, area. They, he got kicked off the team 100%. So people in Baton Rouge knew he was sketchy. I don't think they knew that he was this sketchy, but yeah. So if we're talking about... Uh a man who likes to take big risks and is a is a sex fiend. Um, that's a good segue into our next topic. Andrew, we both love the WWE, man. Like I, I think we were both big wrestling fans. I know I was. And Massive. like Vince McMahon, he uh I mean he created an empire and he was also a great villain, you know, just within yeah, his one character. Of the best characters of all time, I would say. Um, Vince McMahon is a and he is a character, let's be clear yeah, about that. Yeah. Uh, as, I don't even mean it, that in a good way. I just mean like when he's on TV, the guy is playing a character of the WWE, that's how it right. all is. And we love that. Like you said, I was a huge wrestling fan and you know, we 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 still talk UFC obviously and the UFC has kind of been our natural transition, but a lot of what we love about the UFC came from the WWE and those right. elements. So uh Turns now, out look, he's a bad guy. We probably. were never. Now I don't think either of us were ever under the guise that we thought Vince McMahon was a stand-up guy. But uh, Curtis, I can confirm for you, he is not a good man. Okay. Um, not only is he in trouble, this is a sex trafficking lawsuit. Were sex you aware? Trafficking. Sex trafficking. I, lawsuit. I knew he was in trouble again. I purposely look, didn't read the information. Well, so. I purpose. By the way, I told Curtis not to look into it. I was like, yeah. hey, if you haven't heard the Vince McMahon thing, we have to talk about it. But do not look up the details because I wanted to get your reaction. 
live on not television. We are not on television. Maybe one day. Some, yeah. Somebody has us on a television as they're listening yeah, to us. Yeah, so yeah, it counts. We We're on television. Right, okay. Um, now, I want to make, make it clear before I read this, Curtis. I am not making light of this situation. Sure. We are not poking fun. I am reading it because it is, is, it is jarring to read. It's a notable person in sports entertainment, and I can't wait to see Curtis's reaction. So here's this tweet from a, an account called Wrestle Ops, who is pulling from the Wall Street Journal, who kind of released this this hit piece on the sex trafficking lawsuit. Okay. So Janelle Grant uh, look was looking for a job with Vince McMahon back in March 2019, uh, and then this says McMahon recruited people to have sex with Grant as well, including John Laurinaitis, the former ta- head of talent relations, who you've probably seen on the WWE before. His son played in the NFL. Huge, huge WWE guy. The stew states that in a May 2020 encounter, McMahon defecated on her head during a threesome. McMahon allegedly forcefully used sex toys on her, including dildos he named after WWE wrestlers, causing her bruising and bleeding. There's also some other stuff. There's some some texts that he sent that were explicit. I'm not even going to read those because, I mean, they're, they're even worse than what I just said. Curtis, I want to hear your reaction to Vince McMahon pooping on a woman's head during a threesome and naming sex toys after WWE wrestlers and forcing her to use them. Well, for, that's wow. Uh, that's crazy. Yes. Um, about the pooping, that's a is that a kink? Like, I mean, I mean, I, you know, we've heard of when we were all younger. Like, we all saw like two girls, one cup, or whatever, and that was okay. Really uncomfortable situation. But is, is this 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 sounds like the second, like the last thirty minutes of a John Neighbor show already? Yeah, it's already like immediately we've 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 div- we've dove right into we, the deep we have, waters. We have. Um, yeah, you know, there's always, you know, we've heard, normally it's peeing on people. Normally that's yeah, like the, the golden kind of shower you hear thing. about. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are people who are into that. That I've is heard of, wild. Yeah, I've um, heard of like the uh, uh, the glass bottom boat. I think you like glass like you, bottom Well, yeah, boat. like you have somebody get under like a glass coffee table. Ah. And then you, then you, you know, drop, you drop your load on the coffee table. But this is like legit. Yeah, okay, that's, that's, man, that's, uh, that's, that's too much. Um, um, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I think the naming the sex toys after the WWE characters, considering that this is a guy who's the head of WWE, that is bizarre. That's really weird. That's that's weird behavior. Brock Lesnar's name was cited, by the way, as a uh, as one of the toys. I'm just letting. So that was that was a big boy. Um, well, dude, and I mean Vince McMahon. It's kind of funny because you know in the WWE, there's always these things of like, oh, this guy's a, you know Triple H always kind of got accused of that of like being a guy like a company guy of oh he's kissing up to the boss or whatever. Right. This adds another layer of that. And again, guys, we're clarifying, like, we're genuinely not making... F- I mean, this is a woman who was, you know, a victim of horrible stuff. Like, there's a... I'm, I'm sure there's hundreds of other women who have been legit victims of this, this Allegedly, abuse. at this Allegedly, point. I, yes. And I assume... I Listen, I assume it's probably true, unfortunately, but... Um, yeah, and I'm not like... We don't even need to comment on any of that, but yeah. I just, like, I want it... But it, this <clears> is baffling stuff to read, and I, I feel like this slipped under the radar. I mean, like, you hadn't read that tweet that I just read you, but I'm like... I don't, you know, people know that Vince McMahon's a bad guy, and I think he, people might know have heard he's in trouble. It's crazy, and so if you want to go look up the the Wall Street Journal has apparently a huge hit piece on it. You can go get the more details of it, but that's crazy and so baffling. And McMahon didn't he? And this is like the second federal case, like lawsuit that he's taken on, and this one, if I understand right, uh, from this 
this woman, it's like the uh, it's like an extension of what has already happened. So didn't he step I down mean, like last 2019, year? 2020, stuff like that. So I'd imagine a lot yeah. of this was kind of... And so I think he stepped down from his perch yeah. last year, and then maybe he temporarily tried to come back or something. It was a weird deal. But I knew that he that there were some allegations to that nature. Um, yeah, I did but, not know. Yeah, I did. Man. I did not know these details. That's uh, that's nuts. Yeah. And well, and the thing is, billionaires. Even if you get in trouble as a billionaire, I feel like like Vince McMahon mm-hmm. in three years will be back in the public eye, and he will be doing whatever. Like he will buy the XFL again, or something will happen. So it's like I feel like you never really go away once you get to a certain level. And Vince McMahon, uh, for better or for worse, is absolutely at that level of like he he's kind of just a cockroach at this point. Like I don't think yeah. we're ever going to be like the public uh, until he dies. Like Vince McMahon is going to. We're gonna be hearing his name every now and then. Uh, right. I wonder how this is gonna impact what's going on with the WWE. Like, I mean, it's it, it's obviously its own brand at this point, yeah. but that's uh, man, that's that's nuts. I'm gonna have to follow this and see what. Well, comes going off of, it. of that same point, you remember last around the same time last year, you remember the WWE and UFC merged under oh, yeah. that one company or whatever, and then Dana White slaps his wife, gets on video, and right. at the time it was like, oh man, this is gonna be a huge thing, and it ended up kind of not being a thing. I don't. I, this seems a little bit more serious than that, especially because it's been going on for multiple years, and sex trafficking is not the same as a small dispute. Uh, yeah, which oh. not making light of anything, but jeez, dude. Yeah, man, just absolutely crazy stuff. And I was like, you know what? This seems like six pack material. It's, it's absolutely six pack material. There, there is no limit to the amount of weird uh, that we'll talk about. This might be the weirdest yet. Um, damn, Vince, come on, brother. Yeah, that was that was that was, it was yeah. pretty crazy. But I, I knew it was jarring, and so <laughs> I, I purposely made Curtis not. <laughs> read any of this so I could read it to him live and get his reaction. And so, yeah, wow. All right, well, we're, we're two beers down in the six-pack, and we've had some really good transitions from one to the other, so we're going from, you know, one sport or form of entertainment that's very much about uh, An Lloyd Rage. combat yeah. figure doing crazy stuff. And, uh, yeah, so let's talk about Conor McGregor's latest venture. I think, just like we were both WWE guys, I I feel pretty confident in saying we're both big Conor McGregor guys. Everyone should be a Conor McGregor He's guy. So man. entertaining. Look, <laughs> Conor's another guy who has some sketchy stuff out there, some allegations and some that whatever. he does. Like, yeah, stay away we're, from again, him. We're not making light, but we're not commenting on that. We're talking about the entertainment personality, Conor McGregor. Sometimes you got to separate the art from the artist, and with Remember Conor he, McGregor, sometimes you do really. Yeah, it's sometimes hard to find and sift through all the stuff, but. We Connor, won't we won't talk about both things that he did at the Miami Heat game, but remember when he knocked out the mascot? I do remember when he knocked like, out the mascot. Legitimately knocked out the mascot. Yeah, he had a wild night at the at the Heat game. Yeah, he it, did. It, it appears. He did. That's tough. He's um, like a he's like a jack of all trades. I he's like a modern day Shaq. You know, Shaq's yeah. just like got his hands and everything, and you know, it's like dude, always on this commercial, a ton of that money commercial. On that whiskey, that proper number twelve, proper number twelve. He's got the Forge Stout, the beer, yeah, that, which I really want to try. I want to go to that restaurant in in, uh, in Dublin. Yeah. Everyone says it's like crazy. Like, I mean, it's one of those like high class. Me and you can't afford it, but uh, Maybe apparently that day. restaurant is pretty <laughs> sick. So if yeah. <laughs> anyone's in Dublin, go check it out. The Black Forge Inn, uh, like that that stout. I don't drink stouts. But I don't like, either, that, but I would. Look, yeah. The people who do drink stout <laughs> say it's good, so uh, I trust him. But Connor, man, like you said, we support all of his content, and that includes the movie realm. And Connor is, uh, according to his Twitter account, he said he's the highest-paid first-time actor of all time. I have no Again, doubt. Again, I'm not going to fact-check him. I'm going to take his word for it. He's never lied to me before. Uh, he definitely wouldn't deceive the public. That's not what Connor McGregor does. But he's making his acting debut in a movie called Roadhouse. Remake. It's a remake. A remake. Yeah. Look, I didn't Roadhouse. see the original Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, Curtis. I don't know. I, again, I didn't see the first one, but I love Jake Gyllenhaal and I love Conor McGregor. The trailer 
It's if, a by way, if anyone has not watched this trailer, whether you don't even know who Conor McGregor is or whatever, pause this right pause now. Pause this right now. Come back. We'll allow you. We'll stop. <laughs> we'll wait for you if you pause us. <laughs> Go watch the trailer for the new movie coming out on Amazon called Roadhouse, featuring Jake Gyllenhaal and Conor McGregor. It looks like a load of fun. And look, I'm not. We're not here to talk about the movie itself. I mean, we're just kind of. It just looks like a. It looks like a fun time. You it's, know, it's going to be a banger and. I got to watch it uh, right before we started recording, actually, uh, because you told me about it yesterday, and I was like, oh, I got to check that out, and then I, I just hadn't gotten to it, um, and then right before we started this, we delayed it for a minute, because I was like, dude, I got to watch this trailer before yeah. it happens. That was insane, and you told me right before, you said, whatever you would imagine Conor McGregor's <laughs> character to be in an acting role, this is it, and well, you're 100% right. Well, he's playing Conor McGregor, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. like, he's, we talk about guys being characters, and Conor is a character, but it's like, in this movie, he seems, I'm not even 100% sure that this was an acting job by Conor. I think, I mean, we've seen videos of him punching old guys in the bar before. I think they just filmed Conor on a night out, and he he had a few of the the Booga Sugar, and he uh, he was ready to roll, man. But it looks like it's fun. So so for anyone that really wants to know about the plot premise, apparently Jake Gyllenhaal is like a uh, disgraced UFC fighter. They actually filmed. I remember back in March. I remember them filming the movie, and they came to a UFC event. To I guess it was UFC two ninety five. I remember I that. Remember. But uh, they like had a whole thing. Connor came out and talked and they did like stuff at the weigh-ins and they got Jill and yeah. all in there to film a scene. Jake's uh, got some hands. Yeah. He's got some, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see him. All these MMA accounts will be like, who's y'all's favorite fighter? Here's mine. It'll be like him in the way. Cause he looks like a fighter, man. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal also one of my favorite actors of all time though. If we're, if we're just talking movies, he, all of his roles are bizarre sometimes. Like he, mm-hmm. he, he goes all in on these roles. And so it's like for, he was in that movie Southpaw where he was a boxer and he kind of oh, became yeah. this yeah. like drugged up boxer and he was great in that. I think he's going to be awesome in this, but yeah, apparently he's like a disgra- like a disgraced UFC fighter who now gets hired is like sleeping in his car and gets hired as a bodyguard at a at a roadhouse. I think that's right. I think yeah. it's, it's generally, and then you know, kind of They're finds himself to- in the process and joins the community and apparently fights Conor McGregor multiple times. I saw, I saw a few different scenes: Conor shirtless, Conor in the pub. It looks. Connor, it's gonna be a fun time. Again, if, you, out. <laughs> if you if you followed our instructions and paused and went and watched the trailer, you probably agree. Looks like it's gonna be awesome. But uh, we had to mention that because we love Connor and because. So yeah, like not not to spoil you know some more content that's coming up here, but uh, Andrew and I are gonna get Mike Neighbors, known moody cr- movie critic Mike Neighbors, also the uh, Arkansas women's basketball coach. We're gonna get him in here. We're big gonna watch this night, together. It was a big win last night. Uh, yeah, it might have to be after the season, but this doesn't come out until next month anyway, right? Yeah, I think it's I think it's like mid March. Like yeah, something. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay. a little bit of time. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So when their way, season ends, we're gonna get Mike in here. We're gonna watch it together, and we're gonna we're gonna critique and we're gonna review this film. I should have mentioned also. I don't. I forgot the director's name. Should have pulled that up if I were a good a good journalist like I used to be. Uh, but the the director really wanted a theatrical release for this movie, the Roadhouse remake. Yeah. Was told by Amazon they were gonna be, make it happen, and then they kind of backtracked on their plan. And so the director of this Roadhouse movie that I just hyped up is protesting their own premiere because he's so mad at Amazon for not putting it in theaters. And so if you want to uh, if you want to support the director, just watch it on Amazon and I don't know. I don't know how you would go about relaying that message, but we're going to we're going to do what we can to support the movie. We're going to watch it on Amazon. It looks like it's 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 going to be a fun time and I probably wouldn't have gone to see it in theaters if I'm being 1000% honest. But, you know, it it, it it'll be fun. But I, I thought that was funny that the director is not even going to show up to the own premiere. But uh I love it. Well, Andrew, we're uh, we're, we're halfway, halfway through, through this six pack, man, which is which is awesome. 
I mean, yeah. it, it, it feels good. We're rolling right along here. By the way, all the, all the beer companies out there listening. Come on. Throw, throw us a, we, we will drink your open invitation, whether it's whoever. We will drink your beer on this program if you send us yes. the beer. We're we not going to go buy the beer and drink it, but if you send us the beer or you reach out to us, we will drink your beer on our program, and we will actually put down a six-pack. We will come to your place of business and record this show. And Curtis knows 100%. I'm not a huge beer drinker. If I drink two or three, that usually means I'm wilding that night. Yeah, I mean, if we're if realistically, like if we're doing a six-pack, you're going to have to like, drink four of them. I feel I'm like I'm, I'm four of them, yeah, and that's okay. I, between the two of us, we could drink a six pack. I, you know. Oh yeah. I drank three the other night, and we could we could do it in the half hour to forty minutes as this show usually lasts. Yeah. I mean, I don't You're know if I would advise that. Yeah, we'll, we'll we have could a, do it. My wife will drive us home. Like you know, we're, we're safe. Okay, <laughs> we'll take like an Uber. It's fine. Noon while we're recording this. I mean, we recorded on Sunday night that one time. But like, we're, it, we're usually recording this in the morning too. Yeah, but you, you know, know pre happy it hour. It's whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's fine. Don't worry about us. We'll be just okay. get a fake job like us, and you can you can join us. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. But we are halfway down. We are halfway down. Let's uh, let's talk about our guy. Yeah, man. Okay, RC Fort Ricky Council the Fourth. How about this? Like he has taken, um, you know, the challenging path. He didn't get drafted. You know, we thought I legitimately thought that Council was going to get drafted yeah, at the end of the season. Sure. Um, for a minute there, I thought maybe he was going to come back to Arkansas, but he had really started popping up on draft boards. Uh, some people even had him like as a late first round pick. He yeah. slipped, you know. He wasn't great at the combine, but you can't you can't ignore his athleticism. Uh, he didn't get drafted, but he was quickly picked up, a, a, an undrafted free agent. Seventy um, Sixers. He got a look last night, man, and yeah, he, he was look, cooking. Did you get to Did you get to watch any of that? I got to watch the highlight videos on Twitter, which is yes, that's to be, all we need. And uh, you mentioned the athleticism. Now is like the first thing, like Dude. just seeing because like Ricky is is a very specific. Like, there's not many players that like move the way he does, and I don't mean like he's like a generational athlete i just mean his mannerisms the yeah. way he shoots the way he drives like he's a he's a unique athlete i would say and so it was, it was really fun to watch him like out there on an nba court yeah. doing some of the same stuff that we fell in love with him for you know and watch watched him do at arkansas but right i pulled this up curtis his game log so he this was his fourth nba game that he had played in mm-hmm. all of the other ones i mean he had played six minutes in his debut went over one from the floor did not record a stat played two minutes in his next game recorded a foul and a point went one or two at the line uh, played one minute in the next one. So last night he plays the entire fourth quarter, 12 minutes, uh, and gets 11 points let's on, go. let's see, three of six shooting. Does that sound right? Yeah, he yeah, hit a three. three. of six shooting, hit a three, went four Damn. of six at the line. Uh, also grabbed his first career rebound. Yes. And got and logged his first career steal. Yeah. Um, I think two of his baskets were and ones. <clears throat> yes, I think, yeah, yeah, like two and ones. Uh, yeah. Man, he it was just like, again, like not the yeah. type of performance that like, Sixers fans are going to write home about. I mean, they were down by like 27 in the game. Uh, they end up losing right. by 12 to the Pacers. Um, Whatever. Without Tyrese Halliburton, which is kind of interesting. It was just a it was a weird game where the Sixers. I guess they just mailed it in. But uh, good good Dude. to see for Council. And look, who knows if that's going to end up getting him a like everyday roster spot or yeah. whatever. But people watch that stuff. People that that stuff can usually. Uh, that's huge. It was good to see him playing hard and just just looking yeah, good man. out there. Man. He it, looked like an NBA player for it, sure. It, he did. It made me so happy to see. You know, I think back to the NCAA tournament last year and you know Ricky he had his ups and downs you know his one season at Arkansas but he was you know pretty consistently a guy that they could count on to score mm-hmm. uh, but I just remember I feel like we were able to develop our best relationships with those guys at the tournament because the locker rooms were open mm-hmm. and so we would get to go in there and talk to those guys after practice um, you know after the NCAA tournament games and it was just uh 
I don't know. It just gives you a unique perspective. And it really stood out to me the entire time is like every time we talked to Ricky at the tournament, he was just like, this ain't always been easy, but like, this is it. Like, this is the dream yeah. come true. Like, I can't believe I remember I'm here. that clip of him talking about that. that yeah, was, yeah. He's just like, it's just, it's unreal. Like, this is everything that I wanted when I came here. So you really felt good about it. And I felt terrible when he didn't get drafted, even though whether you get drafted, you know, 57th or you get picked up right after the draft as a, as a UFA, like that really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so cool to see him get in there and do the things. And, you know, we've talked about it, maybe not on this show, but like on others about how, you know, like everybody in the G League is putting up ridiculous numbers, literally everyone. And he was one of them. Like he's he's scoring a, a ton of points. Like he's making a bunch of threes, which I'm glad you're doing that now, yeah. dude. But you no, know, but in all seriousness, you just never really know how that's gonna translate. Right. And so then, you know, like it's cool for Arkansas, man. Like in the last couple mm-hmm. weeks, like Jordan Walsh makes his debut. He's the you know the best, the best rebounder. rebounder of all time. <laughs> yeah. And now apparently Ricky Council's the best fourth quarter scorer of all time. I mean, exactly. a lot of points in the fourth. Yeah, and so you add those guys to you know Nick, who's you know coming yeah. along. AB, who's been solid for yeah. for, for a really the Magic good team. The yeah. fact that AB is even playing at all on that team yeah. is, is is impressive. And so you know, Muss has mentioned it like recently here, and obviously the Razorbacks they stink this year. But he's you know he had had not up until this point said like you know we are replacing four guys who played in NBA games this year and yeah. you know last year was kind of a mess in its own way but he's got a point and you know like it doesn't matter who you bring in like there's still some really really good basketball players who are representing Arkansas at you know yeah. the, the best way you can do it so good I stuff, don't think man. this current team has four NBA guys on it I'll just tell you that right now do they have one Brazil maybe Brazil Brazil will play in an NBA yeah. game you know, we can talk about Brazil all we want. Yeah, but, uh, whatever. We're not going to do that because we like to support the hogs around here. We like to support our former hogs. And, uh, Curtis, you know my favorite way to support hogs. How's that? I, I go over to Alumni Hall is what I do. Great I go place to, to go. Alumni Hall because you know why? They have the best, most extensive, the largest selection of Razorback gear, apparel for the men, the women, the children, as Anakin Skywalker says. Uh, <laughs> you won't get that, but everyone else will. Um <laughs> Yeah, Alumni Hall, we love them. We love them here on our show. They have all the greatest brands, Nike, Columbia, Cutter & Buck. If you want to support us, the Hogs, and Alumni Hall, you can go to Natty State, www.nattystatesports.com slash Alumni Hall. Had a little bit of link trouble. We got our we got our link set up. That's the link, www.nattystatesports.com slash Alumni Hall. Support the Hogs, support Natty State Sports, support Alumni Hall. They do great work. I'll tell you what Alumni Hall has. All the Razorback baseball hats. The Ooh. yellow one that everyone loved, the camo one, the black one that I see DVH wearing all the time that everyone always is like, how do I get that one? The charcoal, if you will, yeah. uh, and your traditional red, and who knows what hats they'll wear. But if they have it, if, if Arkansas wears it, Alumni Hall has it. Got the best selection of Razorback gear. Go check those guys out and go support them. Um, you know who else probably wants something from Alumni Hall as long as they have cutoffs? Bill Belichick. He's yeah, a big cutoff man. sweater guy. He likes to he likes to cut them off himself. Yeah. So alumni hall, you might have to start selling some stuff, uh, especially if he's going to be the head coach of the Arkansas Razorbacks, which that might be his only option. Isn't <laughs> off the table because he is unemployed at the moment. Uh, they freezing my man out. They're like they're, they're squeezing him out, man. <laughs> what's going on uh, here? What's interesting to me is like I think it's funny. So I saw Clay Travis. Uh, I don't know if you saw his tweet storm last night. Clay Travis sucks, by the way. Anybody who listening to this, like Clay Travis sucks. But he was trying to, like, play the reverse racism card of, like, if he were black, he would have a head coaching job, and people, everybody would be talking about this. I, I Look, it's weird that Bill Belichick, you know, if, he's, if he really is trying to get a job that he doesn't have one, 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say Bill Belichick was not dying to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. And, like, I yeah. know he, he met with them and he did whatever. I, it doesn't surprise me that Bill Belichick is not the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I, who knows if he even coaches again? Like, I think all these coaches kind of – or if nothing else, he might just take a year off. Like, I don't think he's in a rush, like, dying to get a job anywhere. Sure. So I think he's probably going to wait for the right situation, like uh, like Sean Payton thought he was doing when he took the Denver job. Took his well, year off. Or yeah, whatever, but. I think I think it's exactly right. Like he, to me, Belichick and Atlanta never made sense because yeah. l- let's be honest here, he's not going to be a long term solution anywhere. Like he's right. the kind of guy who needs to go and be, um, you know, the short term the short term answer for a team that's built to win now. You know, like go to uh, you know Dallas or right. whatever and uh, be there for a couple years and see if you can get him a ring. Like, right. That's I think that's his at. situation. He doesn't, he doesn't need to uh, mold Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke into the next uh, <laughs> next great quarterbacks. That's not what Bill Belichick's. So, Curtis, but basically what you're saying is there's like more nuance to these things than what we see on paper, and so people freaking out on Twitter over everything are probably overreacting. Is that what, is that what you're trying to tell me? That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. That, that's 100% what I'm trying to tell you. And I saw some other things out there, too, about how – uh, maybe some front offices were like turned off by just the thought that he would want the exact same situation he had in New yeah. England, which is like, oh, total which, personnel way, control and everything else. Another very big factor of this whole thing where like right. people always do these hypotheticals. Oh, this team should hire him, hire him. It's like Bill Belichick was the president, GM, coach, and yeah, owner he, he of was everything. the Jackie like, Moon of the Patriots. Right. Like, he did it all, man. He was so, singing Love Me Sexy at pregame. Like yes. he had his own song and everything, guys. Remember the time he wrestled a bear? Like, exactly. Like <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna hire Bill Belichick, it entails all of that. So I mean, <laughs> I think that's why we're kicking our feet. But I think I think he should do what everyone does, which is take the leap year. Or yeah. take the gap year where you're studying abroad. Figure out what Dan you want to do. Dan Mullen enjoyed his so much, he's just going to keep going. Right. Uh, but yeah, like Sean Payton <laughs> did that. I feel like there's a, Urban Meyer loves to do He does it like yeah. every three years. Take the year where you do TV, you do your TV spots, and then that in that year, you will become more loved by random fan bases than you realize, Bill Belichick. You'll, be, you'll get floated around for the Arkansas job. Uh, by the way, shout out to our boy Wade Hogs. I forget who it was. He, he tweeted at us and said, uh, Bill Belichick, head coach, Bobby P. Stan at OC. I forget it. I guess I don't remember who he said the DC was going to be, but and Pittman's going to stay on staff as the director of recruiting. Great. Sign, Sign who me says up, no? Dude. Who yeah. says no? Not me. Yeah. I'm in, man. I'm in. I absolutely <laughs> love it. We're, listen. But we need Bill Belichick to not <laughs> not take an NFL head coaching job this year so that all season we can do that. Yeah. We talk about, hey, you want to go to a – Bill Belichick wants a situation where you can go right in and win a title. If that's not Arkansas Razorbacks in the football program, I don't know what is. Exactly. Oh, I can't – I cannot wait to be, mm-hmm. you know, the first place that puts him at the top of the, the hot board for the coaching search <laughs> when it comes, when it inevitably happens. So – we're, him and John Gruden <laughs> yeah, and Jimmy man. Johnson. I mean, just yeah, the whole the All whole those group. guys. All of them. Get them all. And so we're down to the final beer of the six-pack. And like we said at the beginning of the show, we had so many topics. Like, it was impossible to really narrow this down to six. So yeah. uh, maybe instead of a beer, like we're taking just a few shots a few before shots. we go get the party started. Uh, we're going to go with this a Friday right here, flurry is, here. This is vinegar in here, guys. Yeah. It's not water. Yeah. This is vodka and vinegar mixture. So yeah. we're going hard over here, boys. If you see me sipping, that's what... Just know. Yeah, just just watch. Keep an eye on Andrew, and, and when I'm talking and he takes a sip, just watch his facial expression. Yeah. You'll see the, that mouth curl a little you'll bit. Me, it's, you'll see me doing the thing where I'm staring at the ground, trying not to throw up, that, that little move. Yeah, that's, exactly. By the way, that's, that's me every time I'm anywhere where I'm forced to take a shot. That's what I am. I'm the one that, like, I was like, uh, yeah. uh, let's not do another one, guys. Oh. Come on, relax. I'm, 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 I think I'm past that point in my life, too, man. Curtis, I know where we need to start on this uh, flurry. We need to get to the most important topic first. 
A young man in Sparkman, Arkansas, not named Scotty Bordelon. Or Pinto. Or Pinto, yeah. Somehow, me and Curtis know half of the Sparkman population, <laughs> but we don't know this guy, but he won $50,000. Was that right? Did that's I read that correctly? $50,000. He hit the lotto. What was it? It was like, I mean, that's not, I don't know what lotto it is. It's 50K, but it's obviously not like the Powerball. But. Yeah, I don't know if it was like a cool scratch off or what it was. We need to get, where's Scotty? I don't know. We should he get him in here to give us the details. That we probably yeah. should have read more, but yeah, someone in Sparkman won fifty thousand dollars yesterday. Yeah. He looked like a good lad. But apparently, I don't. I don't guess Scotty knows him directly. Uh, Which but again maybe, is crazy. That is kind of crazy. But maybe he works at the same like the sawmill in town that that his family owns or runs or uh, there's there's some sort of connection there. Anyway, what I'm saying is, whoever you are who won the congrats, hit the lotto buddy. there, you know, congratulations. Uh, yeah, throw Scotty a few bones. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, the pride and joy of Sparkman, I mean, we might as well. Right. Uh, well, listen, the, 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 the parking tickets are starting to pile up, so. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. How about, how about the, the Fayetteville Square just yesterday, of all day, <laughs> just randomly decided to start enforcing parking tickets? We've been, we've we've been parking this, here for a month. We've had know? this company I've been running for weeks now. Now, I guess the snowstorm is what threw us off the scent, but uh, yeah, it just randomly slapped us with parking tickets yesterday. It's like, do they, they clearly don't know who we are. I yeah, mean, come on, man. What, what the hell is going on here? We'll tell someone's boss and we'll get them fired. But. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, we've been getting a lot of, you know, we've kind of thrown it out there like, hey, if you got something you want us to talk about, hit us in the uh, hit us in the chat, hit us in the DMs, let us know. <laughs> we've gotten a lot of, of floods in about, I want you to talk about something besides Razorback football, basketball, and baseball. Like, there are other good teams yeah. in <laughs> Arkansas, whether it's the Razorbacks Deal. or whether it's some other places in the state. So, uh, why don't you hit me with the uh, with the on campus folk? Like who's who's standing out to you on campus? And I got a couple. Well, so off we the grid. mentioned Mike Neighbors had a big win last night. They beat Kentucky. Did I make that up? No, you didn't make that up. It happened. Did they beat Kentucky last yeah. night? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, hey, today the managers, by the way, they're playing today <laughs> against Kentucky. Could Arkansas go for the sweep? The women's win on Thursday. The managers win tonight. Arkansas win tomorrow. No, but <laughs> the women did their part. Kept them kind of alive. They're, I think they're firmly on the bubble. Like they're gonna, it's yeah. gonna come down to the final weekend for them. I, I don't have their SEC record right in front of me, but they're fifteen and six overall. And uh, you know they've had some. Here, I'll give the women's basketball team credit here because they've had to play without Talia Scott, who's a freaking yeah. baller, by the way, for a handful of games here. And they've really responded the right way. Like they got they got beat up on at LSU, but whatever. Yeah, like that's I mean, gonna happen. Again, uh, by the way, LSU covered last night for anyone listening yeah, to the gambling show. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, uh that's that's a tough pill to swallow there, and yeah. man, like they've they've played hard and they've responded and uh, and they've done well more than you can say for Arkansas without Tremont. At Mark, the absolute so. very least, this is what the women's team has done. They've made it to where down the stretch is going to be pretty interesting. You yeah. know, every game of hey, are they going to are they going to get their spot in the bubble? Or are they going to fall off? Or like what's going to happen? Like the, we'll at least have to watch these games and really keep pay attention on the stretch because they're playing for something. Arkansas basketball team they can't even play for pride, man. The yeah, men's, I mean it, it's, it's tough, a tough but, scene. Uh, hey, uh, my wife's doppelganger. Jordan Weaver, her gymnastics squad is tonight. they are rolling. Dude, by the way, I, that's another one where like I've been meaning to touch on it on the six pack. Yeah. So the the gym backs, who I love, you know, you've 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 consumed gym back content with me before. We've we been, went there we, together last year Bud for Warner this Arena. act. What's actually happening right. tonight, and it was awesome. So um, yeah, and Suni Lee from Auburn is going to be in town. So even if you hate gymnastics or or if you hate Arkansas and you just like gymnastics, Suni Lee Olympian. I mean, she's worth the price of admission. Uh, which isn't much. Go go support the gym backs, yeah. man. That's a fun time. Anyone who's like got kids, that's looking for like a fun family night tonight. Go see the gym backs tonight. They're they're gonna be they're gonna have a fun time. They had their second best uh, season opening score in week one. Mm -hmm. I believe it was over one nine seven, like one nine seven three something. Then last week they followed up with the program record. They tied Alabama at Alabama. 
Which That's a like, big deal. You know, for those that don't follow gymnastics, Arkansas doesn't really do that much. Arkansas is mm-hmm. usually pretty solid in gymnastics, but Arkansas is legit. I don't know where they're ranked now. Three, four. four. Yeah, four. they're in the top yeah. five for sure. Like, and their their scores have been awesome. Uh, I, I, they're a fun group to watch, and I Jordan mean, Weber's done a good, done a good job of there. I mean, you know, yeah. they haven't. Some people I think have been like waiting for them to take that like next step. I don't know if they're going to remain in the top five, but this seems to be their best team that she's had. Yeah, uh, they're going to be fun to watch all year, and like they they got some 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 dogs, man. Uh, I mean, as of right now, you know, they're number four, and Auburn has an Olympian. They're number thirteen. So right. I'm just so saying, yeah. You know. Suni Lee, take that. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, what's up? <laughs> Suni Lee, hit the portal. <laughs> yeah. But shout out that. to Jensen Scalzo, best bar routine of all time. Best bar routine of all time. Yeah. She's been cooking. She does it's she's the one consistent. You can count on Jensen Scalzo is gonna hit that bar routine. Absolutely love it. I got uh, I've got four Yeah, there's um, a there's a big state. We got a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, four non razorback uh teams to hit on here. Uh you brought this to my attention, and I don't know who brought it to yours, but Little Rock Wrestling, man. Euler, not yeah. Little Rock the City, Little Rock the College, uh top twenty five in the country. Yeah. Um when I was in school at Lindenwood, like wrestling was a huge deal. And that's also a little bit closer, like Big Ten country, where it's really crazy. Yeah. And uh, I remember covering nationals one year. It was at um, the Dome in St. Louis. And that's crazy. It's intense. Like some of those schools, Iowa and, uh, you know, whoever, like it's it's wild, man. <laughs> Missouri. Have you, the, have you seen the video? Of, I think it was Iowa of like that, the mom of the guy whose son like finally her lost. glasses? And she's like ripping it and she's it's, they're yeah. about that life yeah. dude so those, those wrestling parents are psychos man yes so, yeah and so it's a lot of fun and so listen man for uh for for little rock and there's not that much wrestling once you get d- as far south as yeah. arkansas so for them to be in the top 25 man that's that's really impressive so kudos to them i'm pretty sure someone fact check me if i'm wrong on this i'm pretty sure bryce mitchell the UFC fighter from Texarkana, from Cersei that we love. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas, the camo shorts. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he trains at the UALR wrestling team. Like, he trains with those guys because obviously he's a great grappler. He he trains with those guys. So it's cool to see uh, maybe maybe his wisdom has has risen them to this point. Maybe it's the other way around. I don't know. But credit to the, the Trojans. They're, uh, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're nice on the mats. Yeah. And they're... Nicer than my uh, alma mater on the hardwood too, because yeah, yeah Little Rock dude, they Lindenwood played, sucks, man. They Every, do suck, dude. No they, matter what yeah. sport, Curtis, because I've been keeping track of Lindenwood since I became buddies with you. Yeah. By keeping track, I mean when I scan the box scores, I see their name and I go, yeah. oh, Lindenwood. Uh, but they lose every night. Like yeah. literally, no matter what sport it is, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever, Lindenwood loses their game every single game. It's brutal, man. And they're, I guess, in fairness to them, like they're in that transition period from D two right. to D one, so. Like they're not, not eligible for one. any postseason, so I, I know that makes it hard on recruiting. I think that's a stupid rule, by the way. Why would you want to make it as hard as possible for yeah. schools to transition? Like it doesn't make it doesn't make any, any sense. it doesn't make any sense at all. But yeah, and and especially with hoops, man, like yeah. that's football. Tough. Every now and then you see somebody come in and they're like competent the first year. Like right. James Madison was it James Madison who literally did it this year? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Did. Every now and then you see that, but it's like yeah, like you said, it, it, how do you get people to come on board? It's like hey. Especially now that everyone's only at their schools for a year or two, it's yeah. like come play here you, just to play how do you here. Do that? Yeah, yeah, it, it's tough. But yeah, Little Rock got them. I think it was eighty to sixty-six the final. Um, I did look at Lindenwood's record, and um, I think they're like they're either seven and eleven or eight and eleven. So they've actually won more games than I thought. But then that I is, went that and looked a lot at it more than I thought. Honestly. And a good handful of those wins are against like NAIA schools that <laughs> used that like they were in the conference with when I went to school there. Like so, bump their 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 ratings down when yeah, they win by fifty. Yeah, so that, that's kind of what we're looking at. Do you remember at. Missouri basketball played like Louisiana College or something yeah. like that? Like they played Lindenwood last year. Regular season. Yeah. 
That was crazy. Yeah, they played. I remember. Uh, I think it was Hutch and uh, a, a Missouri rider Andrew that Hutchinson? I know. Yes, named uh, his name's Matt Harris. But they played Paul Quinn College, Missouri did last year. That's an NAI That's what I was school. thinking of. I was like, dude, they played it. And it was yeah. like in the regular season. It wasn't an exhibition. Right. And, and Hutch was teeing off about it. And they, they were like going back and forth in, their, you know, in each other's mentions about it. And the guy's like, well, Paul Quinn's head coach, is a he's a figure on the, the EYBL circuit. And like, no, just By don't way, play those anybody, teams. Any sports fan who starts trying to hype you up on the team that just beat his team, they're like, dude, I'm telling you, those guys, their defense, I mean, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, come on, your team man. sucks when you start doing that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, speaking of teams that used to be in the conference that I was in, like, when I was coaching at Lindenwood-Belleville, we were in the American Midwest, and so it was a bunch of schools from Missouri and then a good handful of schools from Arkansas. So we were down here all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but Central Baptist College in Conway, uh, those dudes are rolling this year. So uh, Oh, like the number one uh... – well, not them. No, not so that's them, another one. And that's so they're they're NAIA, uh, but they're sixteen and four. They're undefeated in the AMC, which which is the conference I coached in. Um, and so that's a really solid team. And, and that's a tough place because they they kind of roll through coaches. It's one of those places where, for whatever reason, you come there and you always have a winner. But then somebody else plucks your coach, and yeah. that's happened to him like five times. Man, they just keep figuring it out and, and winning a bunch of games. So shout out to them. I think they've the won VCU like seven in a row. Level? They are the VCU, VCU of that, that level, while, and they right? kind of played that style uh, when I was coaching against them. They just had yeah. a bunch of athletes, and they were pressing you. It's a little cracker box gym, dude, and uh, it, it gets loud in there. So it's an intense place to play. But who you're referring to, because yes. somebody hit us, and it was the first comment we got, and we said, hey, what do you guys want us to talk about? So I was like, oh, there's a, you know there's a junior college basketball program in Arkansas that's number one in the country in JUCO. Facts. Like, did not know that. I'm that's talking, a fact. Like, seriously, like that. That's yeah, dude. Looked awesome. it up today. Um, National Park in Hot, in Hot Springs. They're fifteen and zero, number one in the country. Uh, man, good for them. Juco Shout out Hoopers. to y'all. Hop in the portal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get, get in the portal. Come to the, come to the northwest come corner of the, the state. <laughs> <laughs> come to the sit. <laughs> uh, also, you know, I hate to bring it back to the three major sports, but I feel like we've cycled. Is there any other any other like State of Arkansas bass or teams that are that are that are doing well that we we forgot to give our, their love to. Mm. I'm sure there's Not someone, really. but I mean, you know. I want to say, I hope this isn't fake news, but I want to say I saw Valonia, which is uh, our fearless leader Branson, Branson's, yeah, yeah his uh, his hometown. If I heard correctly, they they did a basketball sweep over Parkview. Oh wow, uh, that seems Scotty like a Thurman? big deal. Yeah, so I I might need to I might need to go back and and fact check that, but I'm almost positive I saw that. So if that's the case, shout out to Valonia. But uh, <laughs> no, that's we've all. We've had I got. a lot of a lot of comments on the show that need to be fact checked. So we we could just be spouting complete incorrect. That's whatever. If it's wrong, hopefully it's entertaining. You know, it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you know, we'll yeah. find out. Yeah, they'll they'll yell at us, but uh, we did get to hear from DVH though yesterday, which I was oh, very yeah. happy about. Uh, and get to hear from DVH again today because I'm gonna go watch the boys scrimmage. The like weather that. did not turn out to be as good as it was supposed to be. Yes, warm up though. Do you remember when I checked my phone yesterday and I was like, dude, it's gonna be like 58 and sunny, like all this, and then yeah. I check it today and they just backtrack completely. Yeah, this is like our fifth day of intense fog for whatever yeah, reason. Crazy fog. Yeah. And plus, we're in this penthouse, so we're high up and we can see the fog yeah. rising. Sure. Uh, but I'm I'm really excited for baseball season. Obviously, I mean I think a few people are starting to get there. Even people who don't even like baseball are about to be like, hey, I gotta watch baseball now because this basketball team sucks. But uh, <laughs> the baseball team scrimmages today. By the time people this goes out, people will probably either it'll either be there or it'll have already happened. And so if that's the case, we'll have some updates on that. But I'm really excited about Diamond Hawks, man. I'm I'm back in that mode. Good. I'm starting to sniff the Cracker Jacks a little bit. Starting there we go. The, the dirt and the, you know it's just. 
baseball's coming. It's coming soon, Curtis. Good. No, but, well, uh, I'm looking forward to it. A lot it of stuff too, going man. on in sports this weekend, though. I mean, we got yeah. NFL this weekend. Uh, I did want to, one thing I had written down, I wanted to touch on. The NBA has been interesting this year. So the Lakers won last night, thank God, which got them to 23 and 23. The, the, the Warriors, 19 and 23. They lost last night with Moses Moody out. They probably would have won with them. Did you uh, did you see that thing with their assistant coach? What did he do? Like he the Warriors assistant? Yeah, like passed away at a team meal or something. And wait, passed away? Yeah, died? Yeah, I did not see this. And then like Clay Thompson, those guys were crying before the game or something. Like no, I complete I completely flew under my radar. Weird stuff, man. My radar is not too big, so that's not hard to do. But man, Struggle. well. Maybe that's what uh, turned the tide for them. They they made a comeback and tried to take the lead late, but they lost by one of the Kings. So the Warriors somehow have played four less games than the Lakers. But the Warriors, it says they're two games out, despite the fact that they're nineteen and twenty three, and the Lakers are twenty three and twenty three. Okay. Somehow that equates to two games back. But the Warriors currently not going to make the postseason, which is kind of fascinating. Uh, maybe play Moses Moody more, Steve Kerr. Yeah. When he's healthy, he wasn't healthy last night, but when he's healthy. Maybe play them. Stop hanging on to the glory days. Curtis, off the top of your head, who do you think are the top two seeds in the NBA Western Conference? Hmm. Uh, Denver? Incorrect. No. Wow. Think close to us. Oklahoma City They're the Thunder. two seed. They are the two seed in the West. Wow. And the one seed, Anthony Edwards, Abortion Anthony, and the Timberwolves. They're number one. They're the number one team in the NBA. They won last night. I love that. Isn't that crazy, though? That is kind of wild. We went through a stretch in the NBA where it was like the same teams were at the top every year. Now you check the standings every week, and they change drastically. But uh, the Suns are number five. I think Denver's three. Uh, So some of the usual suspects are kind of there. But, yeah, the young young guns are rising up and taking over. So uh, I think that's going to be kind of bad. We could hypothetically have a world where – the Lakers and Thunder play in like a 2-7, 1-8 yeah. type of playoff series. Oh, that'd be Imagine fun, how, I mean, we'd have to go up there to see LeBron yeah. and AD play in Oklahoma City. Oh, that'd be we awesome. We say that like we just go to Oklahoma. We, we, we go to playoff games all the time, but we would do it for yeah, this. We'd, we'd, we'd do it. We'd figure yeah. it out. Uh, who's number one in the East? I know the the Bucks who just fired their coach. I think two. the Celtics are still number one in Celtics the East. Still number one. But the okay. Bucks won yeah. by 10 the other night. They had a great win in uh, game Do- one. The Dockless, the, or was yeah. he there? I think they had the interim coach coach that game. Okay. It was last night or two nights ago. So I bet it, I bet it wasn't Doc, but now Doc is their coach, uh, the raspiest voice in NBA history. But <laughs> we'll see. This is going to be the time Doc Doc gets over the hump. I'm sure he yeah. definitely won't lose in the second round in embarrassing fashion. It's not going to happen. Uh, hope not. Yeah. Well, Curtis, anything else? Uh, anything else we need to touch on? No, man. I think we're good. I, I'm, I'm excited for you to get out there to the baseball scrimmage. Um, we've got and listen. I'm not excited about this basketball game tomorrow, but I am excited about college game day. Like, that's cool, yeah, that man. Be so cool. I'm looking forward to going down there and just taking it all in, you know, seeing those guys on stage, seeing what's going on. So it took us be until fun. yesterday at like 3 30 for us to even consider the fact that like we would go to college game day. We were like, oh, yeah. I guess, I guess we'll go. I mean, you yeah. know, might as well. Yeah. But, so uh, at, at the been... very least, it'll be fun. I don't know, man. Like, I, I yeah. hope Arkansas shows up and, and at least, uh, Puts forth a good effort, but at any rate, it's it's still cool to see him finally coming to Fayetteville, and, and hopefully the fans kind of yeah. show up and show out for it. So I imagine there will be at least some fans, and luckily the game mm-hmm. and game day are separated by like seven hours. That's so true. it's like yeah. if you want to just in, in, have fun at game day and not go to the game, that is an option. They made but, it very clear in the uh, the informational email they sent out that <laughs> we will be clearing Bud Walton Arena following college game day prior to tip-off. Like, yeah. yeah it's, at noon, I'm sure I would hope you would do it for a 5 p.m. <laughs> tip. It's like, geez. Yeah, what are we talking about here? So but yeah. If you, By the way, if you see us at game day, we talked about this on John Neighbors. If you see us out and about, 
hit us up. Come like, say hey, we're, man. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, not weird. we're not that weird. Like It's it's cool. But uh, I'm looking forward to being there at Bud tomorrow. We're one of you. You're one of us. I like going to Bud even when the team sucks. You know, I just like going to Bud. It's That's like, a good time, It's man. therapeutic. Yeah. You know? I'm anxious for it. It should be good. Yeah. All right, man. I well, think we I think we nailed it here. Another Natty State six-pack down. If this didn't launch you into the weekend, I don't know what will. Exactly. We'll be back Monday. Who knows? This is going to be a – there's a lot going on this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Monday's show might be absolutely insane. Even more chaotic insane. than this one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, folks. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you check us out everywhere on all the socials for Natty State Sports. NattyStateSports.com. we got some written content that's going up. There's a lot going on. Uh, We're in the podcast feeds now. Make sure you do do everything you can do. I believe we're on Spotify now as of this morning. We're on Spotify now. Like it. Give us a good review. We we appreciate all that Download stuff. Download it by the Download way. Download it. Subscribe. Download it. I don't know. Like we're, whatever wherever you consume this stuff, uh, yeah. give us a shout. We're trying to grow the brand, so we'd appreciate it. But on behalf of Andrew Ellis, Curtis Wilkerson, Natty State Sports, we will catch you guys on Monday. Enjoy your weekend.